everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. And we're back with Minute 27, which starts with the factory. There right. was an accident. And goes through Jack going down the fire escape. It seems, he, he seems pensive. I. He does seem pensive. And he goes, he spends a lot of time going down that fire escape. Like it. He does. He it, walks very slowly. Well, I mean, sometimes you're distracted when you're coming up with rhymes on the fly. Yeah, that's true. But that's for another minute. That's for tomorrow. Um, I'd like to talk first about... Well, okay, do you want to talk about unions or lullabies? Uh, well, my, I have a note about unions and no note about lullaby, although I did have a thought about the lullaby. Okay. Not one that bears verbalizing. I just registered that there was a lullaby happening. Um, so let's talk about unions and then... Okay. What was your note about unions? There's no union to protect him, and thus the seed is planted. Exactly. Introducing the concept of unions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to figure out when the union that Meyer could have joined was formed. Okay. But without knowing what kind of factory he worked at, it's really, really hard. It's the factory union, James. Don't think that I didn't look for the word factory. When factory I... workers union. <laughs> I mean... Um, he might have worked there. There are a bunch of, like, late, um, like... Uh, conglomerated labor organizations. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of labor research last night. Okay. To very little fruition. I'm about to tell you everything that I came up with, which isn't a lot. Okay. Uh, but basically, the, the long and short of it is, without knowing what he worked at, it's hard to know specifically. I saw something, if we're going with our theory from yesterday, that the Jacobs are Jewish. I mm-hmm. saw that a lot of Jewish workers worked in the garment district. Okay. So he might have been like a, a textile worker. Sure. Which I think I saw was like two or three years away from forming a union. Okay. So that could be something. That's probably it. But I did find what union stuff was going on in 1899 besides the newsboy strike. Okay. There are four things. Oh, and these are all in the United States. Britain has... Lots of people have unions, turns out. Right. We're just focusing on New York. Well, we're focusing on the United States. Oh, okay. Uh, So in 1899, miners in Idaho dynamite a mill in retaliation for the Bunker Hill Mining Company firing 17 union members. So they blew it up. Cool. Which is a, a thing you can do. Uh, also in 1899, the Brotherhood of Teamsters was founded. Okay. So that's, they're still around today. Teamsters started off as like your team of horses mm-hmm. and turned into uh, any like truckers. Our okay. Team to, our, our Teamsters. Okay. And then in 1899, the, in Buffalo, New York, the Grain Shovelers, whoa, Wikipedia had the Grain Shovelers' strike. There's, that's not... There's some extra letters there. Yeah. Uh, but so the Union of Grain Shovelers uh, struck in 1899. And then also in Cleveland, Ohio, the Street Railway Workers strike occurred. So union stuff was, like, basically what I saw was, like, in about 1880, unions started, like, popping off. Like, okay. this was, the fact that the Newsboys union strike happened was not, it was sort of like, yeah, it's already trending. Sure. Like, it's sort of like they, they made a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> of course. They're like, what, what is everyone else doing when they want to protest? They make a podcast? Let's start a podcast. David, you want to co-host a podcast with me? I mean, and I David's like, so. I mean, I guess. My dad got laid off from Google? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Modernizing newsies. No, it wouldn't work because it, it has a specific period of time. Okay, that's all I have for unions. Uh, there's a lot to be found if you're interested in unions uh wikipedia had a lot and then there's also like like there are people that study the history of unions like that is their like life and uh their names are on wikipedia like it's like here are the top five people that know about labor history for a bunch of time i was like that's intense yeah 
So David is 17-ish. Right. But he seems to know a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. Do we think he's just parroting back anything that he's heard his parents say? Absolutely. Because he says it in a way that makes it sound like he actually knows things. Right. But it's not in like the cocky, I know everything about everything. Right. He's just like... He's expositioning. I mean, like... Yeah. (laughs) They didn't have a union. You hear that, kids? Union. Which really, like, watching this with a more critical eye than I ever have before kind of sucks because... It makes him not a very believable character. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, kids, can you spell union? <laughs> yeah. I have to imagine that, like, he's been at dinner table discussions where Meyer was like, you know, it's because I didn't have a union. Like, I'm sure he even used that tone of voice. Sure. It's just, I don't know. It's, I think, part of it, David Moscow, how old was David Moscow when this movie was made? Do you know? I don't know. Would you like me to look it up? Yes, please look it up, because he comes across as older than most of the others in this, and... I can't help but feel like 17-year-old boys seem, in my experience, seem to either be, I know everything there is to know about this thing. Let me tell you everything I know about it. I'm so smart. Right. Or they just parrot things back but don't really sound like they know what they're talking about. Right. And he seems to fall somewhere in the middle. Here's here's two weird things. Okay. David Moscow was born in 1974. Okay. Which means that he was 14 and big. And 18 in this. Right. So the fact that Newsies and Big are only four years apart really is blowing my mind. Yeah. Because he, whoa, he he went back to that Zoltar machine and, and said a little bit less, but I'd still like to get big. Puberty, man. Anyway, yeah. so he was not, he was older than 17, but he but was not 18. By, he was about the right age. And he's November 1974, so he was about, probably about 17. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. It, it And it, it's not a commentary on his acting as much as it's a commentary on the way the character is written. The right. character is written like an adult. Yep. And not like a snotty know-it-all. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> right. And not like... What are you doing? Like we yeah. saw when we first met David. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a storytelling device. I'm happy to justify it like that, that it's just he's yeah. parroting back. But you can sort of see the strings a lot more than I ever thought you could. Yeah. Where it's like, I have to introduce the concept of unions or else it's going to seem like I'm crazy tomorrow when I say, hey, we should start a union. (laughs) Right. Although it would have been really funny (laughs) if if the next day when he's like, we should form a union. Jack, remember last night when I was talking to you about unions? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of storytelling. Yeah. We get a nice little line from Jack about how David's family's real nice, like mine. I wrote I wrote that and I wrote in parentheses, lie. I, I wrote, your family's real nice like mine, colon, liar. <laughs> We've discovered that this is a lie. Yeah. I also have, I got a place of my own and I wrote, lie. I mean, he basically runs the newsboy's lodging house. He's basically in charge of it. Klotman's just there to lock the doors once they're all inside. I will say, and I know you know this, but uh, living with any other person that is younger than you means you don't live you don't have a place of your own <laughs> you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> this house isn't my house yeah it's my kid's house uh, i have just, a place i'm of my just own. allowed to clean it up sometimes right unless jack is talking about the alley where he's about to go sing a song yeah but i i don't think he's been in that alley before maybe not he certainly knows where that poster is 
Where is we'll the Upper East Side compared to Newsy Square? So Newsy Square is downtown. Right. Um, be- definitely like below the park. Sure. So the but but the Jacobs, if they're Jewish, we said they probably live in the Lower East Side. Lower East Side. Okay. So just, sorry, so I was con- you're fine. I couldn't remember what we said yesterday. It was a long time ago. It was totally a long time ago. So Manhattan is thinner than it is long. Mm-hmm. So it's cl- it's fairly close. I think I think it, it makes if they live in the Lower East Side, it makes sense that they would go to Newsy Square for their Newsy's job. Okay. That's sort that's sort of. My take so on it's that. possible that he's been through that alley before. It's to, possible to look, to look at the poster, right, and look at the hot brunette through the window, right. Now the backstory where Jack has seen Sarah before and is I finally don't getting like to... the backstory where Jack is a peeping tom. You don't have to feels... be a peeping. You do not have to be a peeping tom. No, you do. No, I'm to sorry. To stare at a pretty girl through a window when she doesn't know you're outside her window. What if she at was? Night? What if she was? You know, flooping out sheets or whatever on the on the, the roof. How about this? He may have seen her when she's walking around carrying her laundry baskets in whatever job it is that she does. Right, clothes cleaning. Right. She runs a, she has a, a, a fleet of dry cleaners. Uh-huh. She's a very successful businesswoman. They don't get into it in this movie, but in Newsies 2, Sarah's dry cleaning. Boy, do they. Sarah's dirty laundry would be a better title. Yeah. But people would be, be expecting a, a lot more scandal. Yeah, this is a Disney franchise, James. Yes. And this is pre-Disney owning absolutely everything. Yes. I don't have any more notes for this minute. I do. Um, oh, Okay. <laughs> I wrote down da- the um, the dad's timid little, David, it's time to come in now. I've heard, not my parents, but other parents, I've heard that exact tone of voice. Like, I, I'm being quiet. Like, I'm, I'm not mad, but it is time to come in now. And David's like, okay. And like and Meyer's just like, thank God he didn't hulk out this well, time. He's, like, <laughs> he's so mad all the time. Um, I want to see David hulk out. That'd be um, great. I said, David knows the term carrying the banner, even though he didn't even hear the song. That's true. So I guess people are bandying around that little bit of lingo. Well, he did walk up right at the end of the song, where they just sang, go get him, cowboy. It's a fine life carrying the banner. Right. You got him now, boy. It's a fine life carrying the banner. The extended line was, go get him, cowboy, carrying the banner. And, and, And Jack's like, no, no, no. You don't get to call me cowboy yet. Les yet. does. Les does. You don't get to call me by a name I didn't ask you to call me, Davy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, all right, so then the last note I have is, who is the mom singing the lullaby to? Les, who woke up to sing my lovey-dovey baby to her. <laughs> right, he was fully awake, right. Yeah. My thoughts on that were, one, why was she, maybe she was just singing to herself or whatever, yeah. but it was clearly a lullaby, or it was a lullaby being sung by someone else in the building. Oh, that's possible. Because um, it was sort of resonant. So yeah. they could have been coming out and sort of bouncing off the fire. Yeah. But I was definitely like, uh, Les was, qu- I'm using heavy air quotes, asleep. So who are you singing to? Yeah. Sarah? Does she need help getting to sleep? No, she was busy brushing her hair. Right. Is it possible it was Sarah singing? Oh, maybe. While she brushed her hair. Yeah. No. No, no we hear her sing for one line later on and that wasn't her voice. <laughs> right. So clearly either Meyer or David. Yes. Needs lulling. Well, and Meyer was inside. The singing... The singing was coming from inside the house. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I guess David had gone inside by the time yeah. we started hearing it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Mystery lullaby. It was probably a ghost. Probably. 
Singing it to another ghost. Right, correct. Yeah. A baby ghost. All ghosts. Right. Ghosts all the way down. Yep. That, however, is all I have. Okay. Well, I guess uh, social media then. Yes. If you'd like to talk to us about anything, who you think she's singing the lullaby to, what your favorite uh, late 1800s union story is. Backstory for the ghosts singing the lullaby. Yeah. I am here for that. Absolutely. Uh, backstory for Jack and Sarah meeting before they met. Mm-hmm. And... If you could make it not creepy on Jack's part, that'd be super. It's a challenge, but I think you're up for it. Anyways, send any and all of that to our Twitter account, at Newsies Minute. Um, or you can tag us individually. Uh, I am at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We also have a Patreon where you can give us your money if you want to. <laughs> um, we have uh, several tiers that are, are all very, very good and related to this show in some way. He said vaguely. Hold on. <laughs> So yeah, if you want if you want to uh, become a patron, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Aaron and James. You sure you don't want to throw in the HTTPS H-T-P- colon slash slash? I do. And then if you put a little slash after Aaron and James, you'll find a, a, a cute little Easter egg. Oh, you haven't found the Easter egg yet? No, oh, I yeah. haven't. No, yeah, I keep have to looking. try that later. That's going to do it for this minute. But until tomorrow. Soak them for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.